Welcome to the Dag Heward Mills podcast. Dag Heward Mills is a healing evangelist, a best-selling author, and a mega church pastor. He's the founder of the United Denominations, originating from the Lighthouse Group of Churches, overseeing over 3,000 churches across every continent of the world. He pastors the First Love Church, a vibrant church in the city of Accra, transforming the lives of thousands of young people for the Lord. Now listen to Dag Heward Mills. Shall we pray? Father, thank you for this wonderful morning. We pray for your direction and inspiration of your spirit in all that we say and all that we do. Let your will be done. Let your will be done, dear Lord, in the name of Jesus. And everybody said, Amen. Turn with me to Daniel chapter 6. You may be seated, please. Daniel chapter 6. Hallelujah. Um, We are ending the discussion we've been having on divine protection hallelujah and i believe that it's very very important for us to understand divine protection amen daniel chapter 6 verse 21 please then said daniel unto the king o king live forever live for how long forever amen my god hath sent his angel and has shut the lion's mouths that they have not hurt me for as much as before him in innocency was found in me innocency was found in me and also before thee then was the king exceedingly glad for him and commanded that they should take daniel up out of the den so daniel was taken up out of the den and no manner of hurt was found upon him because he believed in his god amen and the king commanded that those men which had accused daniel and they cast them into the den of lions them their children their wives and the lions had mastery over them and break all their bones in pieces or ever they came at the bottom of the den amen now we've been talking about divine protection because i believe that as god blesses us in the church and in our lives he is going to really lift us up many people are going to uh, be jealous of you uh, hallelujah are you do you not believe that why is uh, brother still laughing so much <laughs> people are going to be jealous of you and you need to have divine protection to somebody tell the person you need divine protection hallelujah you do not need to see a witch doctor or a fetish priest or somebody who asks you to bring some chicken and eggs and schnapps you need the blood of jesus amen what are the things that give divine protection number one is what the blood of jesus do you remember the blood we talked about the blood number two what faith in your pastoral covering 
Do you have no? Do you come to church here? Is this your church? All right. Now, what is the first thing that we consider in divine protection? What? The blood. Can I hear you, please? Say the blood. The blood. The blood of Jesus. Amen. All right. So we have the blood. Number two is what? Faith in a father's covering. Amen. I was talking to somebody recently and the person was describing uh, all the brothers and sisters and said that, you know, out of the whole family, it is the, the children who have stayed under their parents' approval, amen, and covering that have done well. And the children that rebelled against the father amongst, you know, her brothers and sisters, you find out that they are different. It's a very real thing. If you fight and cross certain barriers, you are going to lead yourself into distraction. Amen. Can I have an amen? amen. Alright, number three is what? Pastoral covering. We studied that yes last time and we realized that Paul was able to actually remove some of his members from his pastoral covering and that exposed them to the devil. Hallelujah. Now, God is not working with the devil. Hallelujah. The devil is working on his own. God has no agreement with Satan to destroy you. But, if God wants to deal with you, what he will do is he is going to remove his hedge and then suddenly you are exposed to the devil. The devil is someone who just attacks and kills and destroys. One day there was a snake and a horse and the, there was a big flood and the um, snake wanted to cross the river and uh, the snake asked the horse to please give him a lift across the river. <laughs> and the horse said, how can I take you across the river? And uh, you know, the snake said, listen, and the horse said, you know, if I take you across the river, you're going to bite me and kill me. You know, and the horse, and the, the snake said, how can it be? Because if you are carrying me across the river, why would I, you know, bite you or, you know, strike you? <laughs> so the horse agreed to take the snake across the river. So the snake climbed onto the back of the horse and started to cross the river. And as, you know, they were crossing the river, suddenly, to the horse's surprise, the snake bah, just bit the horse. You know, and then the horse, you know, kept, managed to come out of the water and asked the snake that, I mean, how can you do that? How can you bite me when we, are, we agreed and we discussed and so on? And you know what the snake said? The snake said, that's my nature. <laughs> it's my nature to bite <laughs> and to destroy. And I tell you that, that that is the nature of the devil to just attack and to kill and to destroy amen so when when the hedge is removed satan just behaves as he is and starts to destroy you are you listening to me today the bible calls him that old serpent that deceives the whole world the destroyer accuser devil diabolos it means the accuser the adversary the opposition the one who has made the earth into a wilderness hallelujah so your pastoral covering is very, very important.
Number, what's the next one? Faith in what? Angelic protection. Angels are beings that have been sent to protect us. And today we want to move on to prayer as a form of protection. Turn with me to Ephesians chapter 6. Prayer is the next type of protection. And uh, we are just ending, I believe, with that. And uh, one more point. And then we just close. Ephesians chapter 6 verse 10. Finally, my brethren, be strong in the Lord and in the power of his might. Turn to somebody and say, be strong, my sister. Be strong in the Lord. There are some people who are strong in politics. Everything that is happening, they know a reason why. They know what is happening in the castle. They know what is happening in the cabinet. They know what is happening in the parliament. They know everything. It seems that they are strong in politics. But God is saying, be strong in the Lord. Turn to somebody say, be strong in the Lord. Amen. Be strong in Christ, in the Lord Jesus. All right. Now, verse 10, verse 11. Put on the whole armor of God. Amen. That you may be able to stand against the wiles of the devil. Now, what is an armor for? Why would he tell you to put on an armor if you were not going to be attacked? An armor is for your protection. Nobody wears an armor to sleep. You wear an armor when you go out on the battlefield and you know that people are going to try to kill you all day long. Hallelujah. And God is saying that we have to put on the armor of God. And that is going to be a protection for us. Now, I want you to notice something. All these things here that the Bible describes are a form of protection. But I want us to go to one particular type of protection which is listed there. Now, notice verse 12. For we wrestle not against flesh and blood, but against principalities and powers, against the rulers of the darkness of the world, against spiritual wickedness in high places. Wherefore, or because of this, take unto you the whole armor of God, that you may be able to withstand in the evil day. Amen. And having done all, to stand. Verse 14. Stand therefore having your loins get about with truth. And having on the breastplate of righteousness. Righteousness is a defense. Verse 15. How many know that righteousness is a defense? There are some people who are alive today because of their righteousness. There are some people who are protected from the guns and the bullets of uh, new governments because in the past government they were righteous. Amen. So doing the right thing sometimes protects you. Can I have an amen? Turn to somebody say, be righteous, it will protect you. And your feet shot with the preparation of the gospel of peace. Above all, taking the shield of faith, wherewith you shall be able to quench all the fiery darts of the wicked. And take the helmet of salvation and the sword of spirit, which is the word of God. Verse 18. Praying always with all prayer and supplication in the spirit and watching thereunto 
with all perseverance and supplication for all saints. Amen. Amen. Here the Bible is saying that we should pray always as part of the protection, as part of the armor. How many have noticed that sometimes when you pray, you feel safe after the prayer? Have you felt it before? You, feel, you sort of feel safe. It's not just a psychological feeling. It's a real thing. The Bible says, put on the armor of God. And he listed all the things. And the last one is in verse 18. It says, pray always with all prayer or with all kinds of prayer. Ladies and gentlemen, I want you to know that prayer is the principal thing. God has shown me that the most important thing for me is to pray. Amen. And to spend hours praying for what I am doing and for the work that he has given to me. And, and that is what I am doing. I spend hours praying for the work of the ministry, for the church, for the church members, and for all that the Lord has told me to do. Amen. And prayer, when you spend time in the presence of God praying, it provides a protection. Ladies and gentlemen, God will not, you know, will not send an angel to speak to you every day and tell you what to do. You see, God has told us what to do as normal Christians. Let me tell you, it is not normal for Jesus to appear to you this afternoon and speak to you and tell you, don't go here or go here. If you marry this person, it will be alright. If you do this. No, but he has given us certain simple things that we need to do. And when we do them, they will always be a form of protection for our lives. Sometimes God knows that you are going to be tempted. And he says, pray. Jesus told the disciples, pray lest you fall into temptation. Why should you pray? In case you fall into temptation. If you fall into temptation and you've prayed, it's likely to protect you. A brother was telling me how he was in a hotel. And uh, he, he just was, was there working, you know, on, on a project. And then suddenly a knock on the door comes in. And here comes in a, a young lady one of the people with whom he is working. And then the lady just lies on the, on the bed, and then immediately, you know, our brother just gets up from the bed and says, wow, what is going on? And then after a few minutes, this girl just comes to him and holds him and says, don't you want me? You know, and my brother was telling me how he just, you know, walked out of it. He said that, he told her, he told her I'm, not, I'm not in for that. I'm not that type of person. I'm a Christian. You know, and the girl gave herself to the man fully. Now, when the brother was talking, I asked, you know, where this was. And he told me the path, the place, the city. You know, and I told him that, did you know that this particular place that he was talking about has a lot of AIDS? Many of the people there have AIDS. It is estimated that, I saw it on the television yesterday, that half a million people in Ghana have AIDS. We are only about uh, 14 or 15 million or 18 million. So if half a million have, it's a lot of us. And I've buried my own church members with AIDS. And I know church members who have HIV in the church. Ladies and gentlemen, I told this brother that, do you know that death walked into your room? Death, death, death came to his room. Death. Because if he had just 
agree to this girl by today he may be infected with HIV his death sentence has already been written he's already dead first of all it has spoiled his marriage spoiled his Christian life but apart from that his very life you know would just could just have been shot I said that death came to your room that day and he said pastor it's true death you see sometimes death comes in a nice way beautiful pretty ready to undress ready to do anything very attractive and inviting to a man to many men to most men most normal men then to the person next to you ask are you normal Ladies and gentlemen, God may not send an angel to tell you this afternoon, death is coming to your room. But Jesus said, pray in case you fall into temptation. Now let me ask you, why did the brother have the strength to say no? Prayer. Jesus told his disciples, pray. Did you know that all the disciples betrayed Jesus? All the disciples, it's not only Judas. You see, I have seen church members who have said to me that they are going to kill themselves when they go and do wrong things. When we are advising them, listen, you have to change your word. They say, no, I'm going to kill myself. It is when I met my own church member who are trying to kill themselves that I realized that what Judas did was, I, I, re, I began to understand that Judas was, a, he never repented. He was very selfish because repent and change your ways and say no 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 no. i'm just i just want to disappear <laughs> that's not repentance disappearing is not repent don't want to see anybody just want to kill yourself and make things worse because if you kill yourself it's going to be worse that's why i saw that judas killing himself is not repentance but it was not only judas who did that the other disciples ran away Peter said, when they asked him, you know, Jesus said, what do you mean? Me? I don't know this man for anywhere. He started to swear. I swear God, I swear, I've never seen him. I don't know him from Adam. I don't know him from anywhere. What are you talking about? Don't you know that I'm a, I'm a fisherman somewhere? He said, I don't know him. He did. He's also someone who betrayed. The Bible said he was betrayed. But everybody betrayed him. Everybody ran away. Even it was people who were not pastors, Joseph of Arimathea and Nicodemus, who identified with Christ right until he was killed. But the Bible said everybody scatters. Strike the sheep and they strike the shepherd, the sheep will scatter. Ladies and gentlemen, it was because they slept when they were supposed to be praying. Jesus said, Pray. When he went to pray and they came, they were all asleep three times. And he said, Could you not watch with me? Pray in case you fall into temptation. Amen. And it's not everybody who has a second chance. Not everybody has a second chance. Not everybody has another opportunity to repent. These boys had an opportunity, but not everybody will have. There are some people when they go into sin, that's it. It's finished. Amen. Are you listening to me today? Ladies and gentlemen, I want to tell you, your prayer life is very, from tomorrow, decide to pray for one hour every day. At least one hour. Get up and pray. Prayer is more important than bathing. Write it down. Because prayer is more important than bathing. 
Amen. All of you bath, and some of you take a long time to bath. Even when there's no water, you are able to bath. You see them bathing, singing, doing all sorts of things. When you see people are getting ready to go out. Yeah. This pomade, this cream, this hair, their hair, they'll do this, do that, so many things. In fact, sometimes when you see people, you will not know the type of room they are coming from. The way they've spotted. The whole room can be like some bizarre place. When they come out, one hour has been used to make them very posh. But ladies and gentlemen, God is telling us to spend time praying. And I believe it will be a protection for us. Amen. And the last one is in Ephesians chapter 6, verse 16. Faith is the next form of protection. And the last one that I want to talk about. It says, above all, taking the shield of faith. Amen. Say amen. Amen. Wherewith ye shall be able to quench attacks of the devil. Hallelujah. 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 If the devil is attacking you, have faith that it is well with you and it shall be well with you. Exodus chapter 14, verse 14. It's a verse that I want you to underline. You know, when you have faith and there's an attack against your life, use Exodus chapter 14, verse 14. Hallelujah. It says, The Lord shall fight for you and ye shall hold your peace. Amen. Believe that God is fighting for you. Believe that God is fighting your case for you. Believe that God is standing up on your behalf and defending you. Amen. Believe that God is speaking on your behalf, sending angelic powers, superior angelic beings to fight on your behalf. You shall hold your peace and the Lord shall fight for you. Underline, it's a very good verse to underline. Anytime you are in crisis, look at Exodus chapter 14 verse 14 and remember Ephesians chapter 6 that the shield of faith will quench it and just quote that verse and say, I will hold my peace and the Lord will fight for me and God will fight for you. God will speak for you. God will lift you up. God will say yes and the devil cannot say no anymore. Can I have an amen? Stand to your feet, please. Give the Lord a mighty clap offering. Give the Lord a mighty clap offering. Tell to somebody, say, the Lord shall fight for you. Tell the person, you will not have to fight for yourself. God will fight for you. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Sometimes when you are in debt, God will send angels to bring money to you. God will send superior powers and beings to defend you. God will remember your offerings. Bible says, given it shall be given unto you good measure. Shall men, shall men give back to you. God will send people to bless you. God will send people to fight for you. Lift up your hands to the Lord. Say thank you to the Lord for his divine protection. Thank God for the blood. Thank God for the father's covering, for the pastoral covering. Thank God for the blood and the protection of prayer. Thank God for the protection of your faith, your faith in God. Thank God for his divine protection. Oh yes. Yes, Lord. We give you praise. 
God bless you for listening to this message. Visit www.daghewardmills.org today for more audio and video messages, information on upcoming events, and so much more. Make sure you subscribe to this podcast to receive new messages every single day. And remember, God has not given you the spirit of fear, but of power and of love and of a sound mind.